Hello, everyone. This week, I would like to promote the Native American Rights Fund. This is a group that is dedicated to protecting the rights of Native American peoples. This includes natural resources, human rights, land, uh, etc. Over the past four years, and especially in the past year, there's been a lot of damage done to Native American peoples, um, whether it be neglecting the impact that COVID has had on them or rollbacks of protections for natural resources and protections of the environment. The Native American Rights Fund recently hit 50 years of operation, and uh, I would like to give them a bit of my support this week, uh, and I'd appreciate it if you are able to join us at all. Please enjoy today's episode. A thick fog rolls over the hills of Piedmont. It blankets the canopy of the many, many trees that covered this forested region, and an unsettling calm begins to set over the town of Piedmont. Ben, you see flashes of gnashing teeth. You hear snarls and chomping. Then you see a tall, looming figure, dark, covered in this mist, it is very thin, yet extremely large and extremely imposing. You notice it is sporting a set of antlers as you begin to remember the events of the day prior. You hear cries and wailing before you briefly see the visage of a smiling coyote. And then you wake up. awakened with a bit of a start in your new bed in uh, the new home that you have all moved into in the town of Piedmont. You have a room on the upper floor with Lucas uh, in a room adjacent to you and Skylar also on this top floor. Um, Lucas is a very heavy sleeper. He would not wake up to any sort of uh, sounds of yelling or crying coming from your room. Uh, Skylar, how much of a night owl, or I guess night vampire, are you? Um, would you be awake and concerned with the dream screams or uh, maybe slight terror coming from Ben's room? Uh, yeah, Skylar uh, would very much be awake at this time. Um, and is very I guess is very nervous about what's going on in Ben's room but is nervous about going to check on Ben because not a lot of people have seen her in her mm. night's form so she's not sure if she should go over you could like tentatively go over and like peek into the room and just see if everything's okay <laughs> all right so, Ben, you wake up and you see uh, a glowing eyeball uh, through the crack of the door peering in. Uh, and you may or may not recognize it as Skylar, who's peeking in on you to see if you're all right. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Skylar, is that you? Ah, ben. 
It's me. Oh, God, you scared me. I'm sorry. Yeah, I just wanted to check in. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Thanks. Are you sure? Yeah, uh, yeah, we, we, can we talk about it when, when the sun comes up? Okay, okay, I understand. Let me know if you needed anything. Oh, yeah, okay, yes, I will, I, I will, thank you, Skylar. And Skylar just <laughs> flaps back into her room, I guess. <laughs> I Perfect. love this interaction. This is everything to me. <laughs> So, uh, Skylar returns to her room. Ben, congratulations on your mixed success role for that premonition. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, would you like to do anything before heading back to sleep? Um, do I have a window in my room? Uh, yes. Um, would you, so, uh, I think the very front of the house faces north, um, in accordance with what Shello said in the, the previous session with, uh, uh, Skylar having a preference of facing north. Um, so you can choose either the, like, f- from facing the front of the house left or right uh, room that would be facing either east or west. Uh, I, it doesn't really matter to this me. This detail I, I, matters I, 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 so much. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll, I'll pick the west side because I live on the west coast now. There <laughs> you me. go. Um, I, I just want to see if it's uh, foggy outside. Um, it is foggy, not to the extreme that you saw in your dream. Okay, so just like normal Mm -hmm. Missouri morning fog? Yeah, pretty much uh, what you're used to having lived in Piedmont for a very long time. Gotcha. And then I'll, I'll just go back to sleep after that. Okay. You have a second premonition. (laughs) No. Um, (laughs) so, uh, everyone wakes up, uh, Around a normal time, uh, Lucas is probably going to roll out of bed much later in the day than everyone else, but uh, is there anyone who would be up first? Miles is absolutely up very early because he did not sleep well last night. Okay. He, um, made, he, he got a little more comfortable with Skylar yesterday, but not super comfortable, especially <laughs> at night. <laughs> gotcha. Miles, yes. You are the first one up. Um and you wake up to the smell of fresh pancakes, um, and you walk into the uh, dining room, living room, joint area, kitchen. Um, you see that at uh, the nice large wooden table uh, that is set up in the dining section, um, there is Mr. Clark seated at uh, the head of the table, and he is uh, fast asleep with a laptop still open next to him and uh, several different files that he is currently drooling onto. Um, okay. I think, uh, Miles's first impression is go or first, uh, instinct is going to be to go see if there are any pancakes ready. So you step into the kitchen. Uh, Abel has like walks past you with a stack of them and then is walking off to the bedroom uh and you go into the kitchen uh there's plenty more sitting there you're not sure if abel's the one who made them or if uh mr clark managed to make a bunch before passing out 
Okay. Uh, I think Miles is just going to grab one. He's not going to grab a plate or anything. Just grab grab a single pancake uh, and maybe a little, uh, see if he can find a little ramekin or something in the cabinets for some syrup to dip in. But uh, oh, there's there's some uh, nice authentic uh, maple, nice maple uh, syrup that's already oh, sit, sitting out and nice and warmed up for you. God, this yeah. is really making me want pancakes. I know, dang. Kenneth, <laughs> <laughs> paint me a word picture. See, usually um, we've already all eaten before this session, but Hannah, yeah, unfortunately, some people hasn't. I'm mm. chewing cheese. It's and muting my <laughs> mic so I can eat while hard. <laughs> I'll try to drag this out as much as I can for you. <laughs> um, They're nice buttermilk pancakes, and half of them have uh, little smiley face uh, chocolate chips that outline them oh, as well. Fantastic. Yeah, he's getting a chocolate chip one for <laughs> sure. That's Perfect. not a question. But I think uh, his uh, once he gets a pancake and a little bit of syrup to dip in, uh, I think he's going to go sit sort of next to Mr. Clark quietly and try to see if he can glance at what he's uh what he's looking up on his computer so uh, apparently what that's so apparently important so um you sit next to him his computer is still like unlocked you're able to see that he has pulled up um a scp database and you can see in the search bar he has typed in uh servine antlers deer in several different like tabs and is has just been looking for every result that he can um and a few of those results he has printed out and has files on the table in front of him but is sleeping on top of those can i i I do not want to disturb him because i don't want to be want him to know i'm being nosy but is there any way i can like are there any like corners sticking out that i can get like a number off of that i might be able to save for later um i i mean i can tell you you won't need to he'll he's gonna go over all this in the morning at once I like know, he's awake nosy spoilers right. well do you want to pick a random number between one and six i would love to wow how are you gonna pick one there's so many <laughs> mm-hmm. uh how's three do you four four three four okay uh sure and there you go Miles doesn't really have any immediate way to look that up because we don't have computers at the house, do we? Um, there might be like a few laptops that you can ask to use every now and then. Right, but we don't um, have one in our rooms like we did at the foundation. Dang, Kenneth, nah, you yeah. don't have a dedicated computer room in this house? <laughs> we need a uh, not that you know of. <laughs> in the basement, there's just like a gigantic, like frigid, cold server super cluster thing. I don't know. There might be. There might be a tunnel that leads straight to Site 44. Who knows? You haven't tried to look for a basement yet. Um, I think uh, after doing a little bit of snooping, Miles is going to fall asleep at the table with his pancake half eaten. Perfect. Just like next to Mr. Clark. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So order of everyone else doesn't really matter too much you all uh wake up and enter the kitchen and uh grab your choice of pancake and uh sit down at the table Uh, eventually the noise of all of you stepping in does wake up mr clark and uh he uh like wipes the drool from the side of his mouth and uh goes to like clean up himself a bit and then comes back he like closes up the laptop and sets aside the 
papers for discussion. Just to um, point out, I don't think that Ned is there with everyone else. Okay. Unless someone would have gone to get him, <laughs> but yes. Mr. Clark will run off to get Lucas and uh, Ned later, but the three of you are at the table, Miles, uh, Ben, and Skylar. Oh, um, hey, uh, morning, guys. Um, Ben, you look, you look like you slept all right. Uh, Skylar, how was your night? Pretty good, Miles. How was your night? Um, I slept. You did? Good. Yeah, it, I slept really sadly. Um, I think, I, I, I think, uh, I had some dreams about heights that woke me up a few times, but, um, Oh, for the most part, it was a good night. Did you guys have any dreams? Yeah, Ben. How, how you doing? I uh, I had a uh, a dream about some scary heights too. Yeah, th- those heights will get you. Skylar, do you sleep? Just I... out of curiosity, I, uh, I mean, you don't have to. I mean, I'm just wondering. I mean, I sleep sometimes. I really don't need to sleep all that much. Usually, I like to fly around and adventure a bit but uh i'm very used to being closed quarters since i've been held up in a in a room for most of my for as much as i remember i i usually just fly around my room but one of these days maybe i'll go out and fly around and see what's around but uh yeah no typically i i sleep maybe once a week but just oh, hang okay, out. Okay, cool, yeah. cool, cool, cool. Yeah, that's that's fun. Doing um, just just adventuring and uh, yeah, experiencing life. Yeah. I uh, well, uh, I mean, I just make sure someone knows where you are so you don't get lost. Right, right, right. Anyway, how how are how are your pancakes? Pancakes, they're really good. Some of them have chocolate chips in them, and they they're happy pancakes. Wow, I personally prefer blueberry, but like chocolate's always a good a good thing to have in the morning. I think. I mean, berries are just worse forms of sugar. So, um, I don't know what your problem is with chocolate, but <laughs> Ben agrees with me. Uh, yeah, 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 <laughs> I do. Ben is just loving this exchange between these two. <laughs> <laughs> I assume I mean, Ben's kind of just amused by it. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, one of these days, Miles, I'm gonna make you a blueberry pancake, and we can have a pancake showdown. Chocolate. That's a that's blueberry. a great idea, Miles. I think you should I think you should accept. Um. Okay, but as long as the showdown doesn't involve any actual violence, uh, that would be good for me. I mean, you never can get too crazy with pancake making, so. Or sometimes you can, and <laughs> I think it's okay to put a cap on the crazy. <laughs> I mean, you can be, you're the boss here, Miles. Well, my mom's the boss. She runs the foundation, but I guess right. while she's not around, I guess I'm next in command. Yeah, so. I'm <laughs> yeah, sure I, think, right. I think he pointedly looks at Mr. Clark as he says that. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Clark is uh, off in the other room still. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think, okay, I think he raised his voice a little bit so uh, loud enough so that Mr. Clark might be able to hear it. <laughs> He probably heard you. You said it pretty loud. Okay. If that makes you feel better. <laughs> yeah, it does make Miles feel better. <laughs> um, so to jump over real quick uh, to Ned, um, 
Mr. Clark, seeing that you have not gotten up and joined everyone yet, and I mean, also Lucas hasn't, he's going to go up there after you. Uh, he heads over to your room, uh, does a, a firm but gentle knock on the door. Um, Ned, uh, are you awake and decent? Uh, and when he does the firm knock, he hears like the sound of a chair impacting the floor. And uh, quick footsteps over to the doorway. Uh, Ned answers. He he looks uh, frazzled. And you can see, or Mr. Clark can see behind in the room, there's like a cork board up against the wall. And it's got like photographs with uh, push pins and string going in between them. It says like voices up in the top and woodshed. And then it has a picture of the table and all sorts of stuff like that as well as a bunch of papers that fell off of his desk where he'd been taking notes. It's the Charlie Day meme. It's exactly <laughs> that one, yes. <laughs> that one. Oh. Hey, hey, Mr. Clark. Good morning. Uh, morning. There are pancakes. I have more that you can add to your wall. Just let's get ready and uh, start preparing for the day. Yeah, uh, sure. I'll, I'll be down in just uh, just a minute. The, the the both of you just have like very tired eyes because you've been b- both up all night, yep. like trying to connect <laughs> dots. <laughs> in a minute, Mister Clark and Ned uh, both walk into the main room with everyone. Luke is trailing behind, like sleepy. And they both have like the same sunken eyed expression. You can tell what they've been doing. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Lucas is also tired, but that's just because he sleeps a lot. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, so uh, he... Kenneth, he I need Lucas you to tell me. Comes down. Mm. Is Lucas you? Lucas is, <laughs> in a lot of ways, me, yes. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, once everyone is downstairs, uh, Abel is still uh, in the bedroom. Uh, you're all sitting at the table here. Um, Mr. Clark says... Um, well, while you're all continuing to uh, eat your breakfast, um, I was able to spend last night many hours um, researching and uh, digging through SCP database. Um, Ned, I looked into uh, as many Servine entities uh, as loosely related as I could. Um, you can look through some of them here. I I couldn't find anything that we aren't actively containing. I, I don't worry. I checked into that too. Uh, none of these have broken containment. Some of them are completely outclassing what this could be. Uh, I mean, I doubt that some of them are well, well beyond this. Uh, I can narrow it down at least the ones that it possibly could be but there's also a good chance that we're dealing with something different altogether <laughs> yeah uh I'd, I'd i'd love to 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 look through them then yeah i i've got a, a couple of ideas i can't can't think of them now i have to go back and, and look I'll, I'll run them over with you later right um here he uh, puts them uh, on the table in front of you. Uh, they're all divided up um, by like information uh, in little manila folders. 
um, any information that is uh, like above your guys's clearance level, you cannot read. And uh, if there's any like sensitive information that would make you look down on the SCP Foundation a bit more by the way that they're containing things, it's scratched out. <laughs> of course. That's just implied. Mm-hmm. The ma majority of uh, what you can gather from this information that's on here still, um, there's a few that uh, are, as he said, way beyond what this could be. For example... One of the ones he passes to you is SCP-2845, uh, known as the Deer. This is a um, like three meter tall, uh, massive entity that has like levitating rings that are around it. It's not this one. You know it couldn't be. The from the description that is here, it would have destroyed the town if it was that. So it's not that. Um. <laughs> And Mr. Clark, this uh, 4971, it says at the top, the, the entire sheet, is it's a black piece of paper. Uh, did you read the one about the deer yet? 2845? I, I mean, I I was just skimming through them, but... Imagine something that's just as bad as that. It's not that one. Okay. Then uh, for 4434, um the only mention of uh, deers that is in here uh, he has circled and it talks about um, a group of about 25 deer uh, that for some reason are behaving in a predatorial canine pack uh, behavior so that doesn't really match either 3990 uh, is a deer but it seems to react to some sort of radio broadcast it could possibly be this one. 166, um, you see everything is blacked out uh, except for one thing, and it's just antlers is circled. Oh, great. Deer do have antlers. But then he's he's also sort of just scratched this out, and it, it says, Clef would kill me if it was this. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, hey, Ned, uh, one of those mentioned radio signals. Uh, any of your surveillance equipment uh, in your house? Could it? Uh, I mean, do you have any radio stuff with that that might have aggroed this thing? Or I mean, if it, if it was even that? Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I was thinking. I I was never too much into uh, radios of them such, uh, but. It might have been something laying around if uh, parents had antiques or something. I didn't find anything. There is one more that is 323. Um, this one is called the Wendigo Skull. And uh, it's got general information of what this one is on there. Um, but you see a note on there. Contacted Site 91. Confirmed it is in containment still. Thanks for looking through the the database for me. Uh, you're better than that, and I am. Jeez, we don't have a, a whole lot of leads to to go on here. No, I imagine we may get more by trying to track uh, from the 
prints we were able to identify at uh, the scene at uh, your, your home, Ned. Um, see if we can figure out any sort of direction. We may be on a bit of a wild goose chase, but uh, there's not much else for options at the moment. Yeah, we we have to we have to keep going. Cal- calm down. Yeah, we're. Don't worry, I'm not giving up either. Okay. Um, but still, I still have a, a question. Do um do any of the SCPs that are that we have listed look similar to what I saw? Because I I just got this list, so I haven't read through it. But um, do they do they match? Do any of them match the description of what I saw? Hmm. Just roll a straight up and down plus sharp. Um. Okay. Or you can have Ned do that, and you can help him. Uh, because his sharp is plus two. You you um, both. Oh well, I guess if you're looking specifically at what you saw, yeah, um, it would just be you. Ah uh, yes, yeah. let me help out with your premonition. You're not telling anyone <laughs> with about. your mind reading. <laughs> uh, I mean, you could maybe assist with like if you are on the edge of something and you really need that help out. Um, you could maybe consult Ned of like, hey, help me refresh on what we saw from. Well, it's like, it's okay because I got I got a I got a ten. So. Hey, there you go. Yeah. So looking through, uh, we'll just say that um, each of you has enough time to like recount what you saw the day before um, at Ned's house and spend some time looking through each of the documents. Um, some of them significantly less helpful because of the amount of redaction that uh, Mr. Clark did. But the only ones that you think could qualify as this are uh, 3390, which um, is essentially um, would have been just a deer that caused it, if that is the case, um, but a semi-anomalous deer at that. It is unlikely it would have been 4434, but technically possible. You can't really tell from 166 because it just has antlers and nothing else on there. It could possibly be 323, um, but the Wendigo skull is literally just a skull until it is placed on a host. Then uh, said host will become a Wendigo. So it could be that if it was placed on a host. Do we know, like, do we know that? Like, is that, like, not redacted, that bit? Uh, No, it and would not be Mr. redacted. Mr. Clark said that that one was confirmed in containment. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, he did not look extensively through this one to even redact it because he just immediately phoned Site-91 to make sure it was still in containment. Okay. Um, what did you get? I, I guess maybe fill us in on what you guys found over at uh, Ned's place, just so we can maybe brainstorm a little bit. Um, did you guys find any anything that might help? Any clues? Um, while you all go over it, you have uh, the information I got. I'm still waiting for some lab results. I I need to get some sleep. I'll I'll leave you all to it. Okay. Good night. We didn't. We got this covered anyway. Yeah. Wake me whenever you're ready. Um, we need to probably go out to the house again today. Start from there and do a bit of searching. Um, but uh, later, later. Uh, just wake me. 
and he heads off to the bedroom. We're not going to wake him, right? We're just going to go do our thing? We work best alone. Well, uh, I mean, uh, I wouldn't know the place better than anyone else, I'd say. That's true. But I don't have my car. But Oh, shoot. Um, you notice yeah, the guess... keys to the black sedan sitting on the center of the table. <laughs> All of our eyes just track over to it at once. <laughs> <laughs> Ned is canonically a bad driver, right? Yes. Or an inexperienced driver. <laughs> Lucas can um, drive. He's Lucas 15, right? I, I can also drive. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. We we have drivers. Mm-hmm. We don't need to go get our driver, brothers. I, I, honestly, up to this point, I don't know if, up until like four days ago, I don't know if Miles has ever seen a car. <laughs> he until he almost got hit by one you, yeah almost got hit by one and uh, right. almost got really well associated with the concept car. of cars he didn't know to be afraid uh, of it yeah <laughs> i think we established that you had access to television though like you were watching yeah cardinals that, games so yeah, oh, yeah you, you yeah. drove to the cardinals game yeah, you oh you're right you're right game. i drove to the cardinals game mm-hmm. thank you guys i i wouldn't want to mm-hmm. be yeah breaking cannon here i mean obviously there's going to be some really great uh like ford commercials out there like built tough of course you gotta see those in between every uh, right right <laughs> i think and i think miles sure. just was really excited about it because he couldn't imagine like where it would even go like what why do you need such a big machine <laughs> he, like on the entire drive uh he was just asking questions about like how cars worked and right like, but between the travel up and back to the game, like he could build a car. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so established. Miles knows what a car is. Great. Yes. <laughs> Certainly. As, as we have established, you are sheltered, but you know a lot of things. You are smart. Right. Right. Hello, everyone. This is your keeper, Kenneth. There is not a great spot to throw this in, so I'm just throwing it in here and. The music also didn't seem natural to put in here either, so yeah, that's what you get. But anyway, it's the shortest mid-roll ever because uh, no new reviews. Uh, Just a reminder, uh, we have a Discord if you want to join in the community there, and you can follow us on uh, all of our other pages via the link tree in the description. Thank you, as always, to Michael Winter for the music. I won't hold you up anymore. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Uh, okay so yeah what did you guys what did you guys find over at the house yeah so uh, we could establish the facts first so we went over there the the first thing mr clark had some sort of device on the front of the house he said it uh it preserved it something like that it uh it was some magicy doohickey kept it locked in time or something so it looked like it was uh ah shoot we might need mr clark then yeah i don't keep can did he put that back on when we left um so it was like a, a stasis lock that was literally locking the ho- the home in stasis um it just mo- mostly to preserve it so that you would be able to see it mostly untouched from the time that they were investigating uh-huh. um I think just for, like, the sake of him not wanting someone else to maybe stumble upon it and see it, like, in stasis, he would have taken that lock with him. Gotcha. 
the less anomalous things left out in the field, the better. Fair. Sounds good. Yeah, but he uh he didn't put it back on when we left, so we'd be uh Oh, okay, perfect, perfect. So anyway, in inside the house, they uh there wasn't all that much out of out of place. Uh, Mom was never one too much for uh, <laughs> cleaning up much. Um, but uh, the living room had a had a, a bit of a a bit of a once over. And the main thing, out the back door, there was these huge like uh, the door was knocked off. It was flung like twenty feet away. There's huge antler prints on the walls by the door, and uh, that was uh, that was pretty notable, pretty notable, I'd say. Uh, outside, they uh, there was some tracks going out. I think uh, Mister Clark was going for soil samples, was what he's waiting for, and then. One thing I noticed, you know, I may not have been around too much, but my mom always kept her remote right in the center of the table, no matter what. She wouldn't even pick it up. She'd just go over to the table and push the button on the table right where it was. And I tell you, everything on that table, it was arranged in a circle. It was like a flower pot or something was, uh, was in the middle there. And the the remote was pushed off to the side. It wasn't there. What? Wait, that's... So, could it have been replaced by something else that wasn't there anymore? That's exactly what I'm thinking. There must have been something there in that room. And real real quick, Keeper Kenneth, I didn't write Mm -hmm. as meticulous notes as I should have. Was, Was there a lot of, like, signs of struggle, or it was... I thought it was pretty, uh, like, relatively untouched. There was no signs of struggle. Yeah. The only significant amount of, like, sign of any force happening was the door on the back being blown off. that was it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, like like I said, there was, uh, the once over the room, the, it was like she just, she just walked out with this, uh, with this giant antler thing. It's like an elk or something came in through here, but we ain't never had elk. Well, okay. So, it seems... So, there wasn't a struggle until they were leaving. Her and whatever she had. It it almost sounds like it could have been that skull. But it's in containment. That's right. So it, uh, it couldn't have been that skull, right? You've been with the Foundation. These things in containment, they stay contained, right? Uh, I mean, you've been with the Foundation for, what, four days now? And how many things have you run across that have stayed contained? You've got a point there. I, I just... And I know he's called since, but... Maybe they didn't... Maybe they didn't check. Maybe they just assumed. Um... Maybe we should call, check again. Is Mr. Clark's computer uh, still open and unlocked? It is closed. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, does anybody have any um, 
anybody um, especially tech savvy here that might be able to get into the computer so we can give him a call? I mean, cracks his knuckles. I've been around a computer or two. Miles is ignoring Ned and looking at Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you say looking at me? Yeah, the one who okay. makes uh, technology out of his brain. <laughs> <laughs> you cut out, so I wasn't sure. But, um, uh, I mean, I haven't hacked into someone's personal shit before. I, I don't even know if I can do that. Well, I mean, Ned seemed eager to try. Ned, you want to? Yeah, I mean, if shot? you can, of course I could. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll give it a try, I guess. Um, I will go over to said computer, and also, Ben has a semester of computer science under his belt, so there's that. One semester. <laughs> One semester. He's gonna pull up. He's got intro to programming under and... his. And... Yeah. <laughs> Knows how to make a whole array. Okay. Use a pointer. You open the computer and a cognito hazardous kill. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, um, so you open up the computer. It has um, researcher Damien Clark uh, is the user that is currently logged in. And you have to enter a password. Um, Could I use Jinx on this? Maybe? Oh, fantastic. Hmm. None of the thing, none of the holds are really a help with this. I mean, Mr. Be, Clark I, is I very much like, asleep. There is also telepathy that you have. Can I read his mind if he's asleep? Yeah. I think that okay. like But also would, would he like be thinking his computer password? <laughs> Uh, I think you would have to do a suggestive, like, this is your subconscious. Don't forget what your uh, foundation <laughs> standard issue password is for the day. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember, Mr. Clark? Um, so that would work. You would have to get a perfect roll or um, there's going to yeah, be Yeah, it just, the, the playbook doesn't say anything about roles. Like... So this is going to be, um, for sure, manipulate someone. Um, Right, okay. Because you're telepathically manipulating them. Oh, oh, okay. It's a, it's a, okay. You're, it's a build on to, to a different it. role. Okay. Um, yes. So it's charm, which is minus one. Oh, God. Um, yeah, Ben's not very charming. Um, yeah. Are you? Okay. <laughs> if you want to do it. Um, well, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can also, like, there's also tune in. Which is kind of, I mean, that's more for like a monster, so, so, um, so maybe not. I because I don't want don't, this. To, I really just don't want mm -hmm. this to go wrong. Is my thing. <laughs> I, you, I, I think that you don't want it to go wrong either. Yeah. Um, so, I think we can justify tune in. Usually, like, a lot of these roles are worded like you have to do it toward the monster, but I think that that's a bit less interesting if you can right. do it to the monster you should be able to do it to a person too but i i'll maybe make it so that like if you are using a move that is meant to be used on a monster um and you fail it's gonna have harsher consequences oh god <laughs> um jesus 
but this will be a significantly better role if you want to do it that way um because it'd be literally three higher um so you can do either jinx or tune in whichever one you think makes more sense for this or i think is there something in use magic that falls into this either? Yeah, that's also what I was kind of thinking. Use magic just to not not but to go into human his head. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Not not to go into his head, but into just to get into the computer. Um, but I also don't want to destroy either, the computer. Yeah, either route that you want to take, um, I am good with. Um. Okay. Let's use magic. Uh, on the computer or on Mr. Clark? On the computer, because I, yeah. if the computer breaks, we can make an excuse. Um, but if Mr. Clark finds out I'm trying to get into his head, that's not going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, yeah, I will use magic. So plus weird. Um, okay, that's a nine. Fuck yeah. Okay. That's not bad. Um... <laughs> Let's see. I don't know that we have any magically inclined or at least actively magically inclined um, of the four of you who could assist. Hey there, Ben. I think you should move <laughs> well, the magic there, over there. Does Grandpa Rick know how to do computer science? <laughs> um, I could ask him. No. <laughs> no, because it's it's it would be my use magic just to get Grandpa Rick anyway. So no, I don't right, think right, that right. would. Actually, I do have an idea. Um, oh, what? What are the? What's the name of um, the flash drive buddies? Uh, Pixel Pals. Pixel, Pixel Pals. Pixel Buddies. Uh, Pixel Buddies. Pixel Buddies. Pixel. Pals. How did we manage to land on buddies for everything? Yeah, literally buddies. How did we just started that with Dan's little buddies? And it's sort of had a consistent buddies theme for lots of different things. I didn't even intend for that with the pixel buddies, but okay. Um, so you uh, start gearing up to use some magic on the computer. Um, and as you're about to, uh, Lucas, like finally being awake enough to think straight. Oh, wait, Ben. Um, maybe the pixel buddies could help. I... I Still don't know what all they do, but um, worth a shot, maybe. Uh, yeah, maybe. Let Let's do it. Which one is the one that he gave me? You have Texty. Okay, the and one he, ju he that just is says able stuff. to uh able to tell stories. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Using a text box. You maybe took a snippet of the SCP sales catalog, uh, to like make sure you don't forget what each of them does mm -hmm. um so you uh so you can see each of them there you currently have uh instance b uh any of the other ones um i'll say that qb um is actually not well described in the uh article or at the 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 catalog so you're not quite sure what that one does but it's like uh this is a threatening one. Uh, and then all the other ones, um, you have the same general description of. Okay. Sam possesses several facial expressions and enjoys engaging in dialogue. Texty does stories. Terry 
can discuss oceans and beaches. Desktop wallpaper will be altered to an image beneath the surface of a body water. Uh, Bo is a dog. Text box when communicating displays it is barking in text. While beneath it is a translation of it in parentheses. Bob the thing. Uh, mammalian possessing only two legs. Uh, describes itself to be like a bear. And then QB. So there is none, none of them particularly helpful. <laughs> um, I'll say that like the general purpose of these in their design is to be sort of like um, if you remember like was it Word that had the like Clippy. paperclip guy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's the g- same general concept. They will probably be able to help out in some way. It just might be varying quality depending on which one you pick for each purpose of uh like hacking that you're trying to do. Right. But I like absorbed texty, right? I'm like, I hold them um, and I get absorbed, or they get absorbed into me. That's not what happened last exactly. time. Exactly. Well, when you grabbed onto the flash drive of texty, instead of uh, its normal properties where it has to be plugged into a computer for it to function, it displayed in the air, like above your head. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Um. Okay, well, I'm going to plug in or hold uh, Sam, just the first one, the one that talks. Okay. A reptile or serpent of sorts. Hmm. So Lucas goes and grabs uh, the uh, different USBs. He has uh, crafted a case uh, to hold all of them in. Uh, He cracks it open and uh, you look them over and say, "Uh, I guess I'll try Sam. As you pick up Sam, the same thing that happened with Texty the first time uh, occurs again. The greenish entity that looks like it could be a reptile, a serpent or something uh, hovers above your head. Oh god, I don't think I'm ever going to get used to that. Hello, I am Sam, your friendly oh neighborhood reptile serpent, helper, friend, and... Wait, why am I not in a computer? This is different. Oh, would you would you like to be in a computer? Would that be more comfortable for you? Yes, please. I don't know what to do out here. I'm, I, how am I supposed to help? I'm just a hovering head. Okay, I jam him in. <laughs> All right, you jam him into the computer, and he uh, blips uh, off of the hovering space above your head and switches over to the computer. Ah, this is much better. It's been so long since I've been plugged into a computer. Oh, no, this is an SCP computer, isn't it? Yeah, and I need to get into it. Holy shit, you're insane. Why? Um, so if you try to log in... And fail. There's this thing called a uh, cognito hazard that when you look at it, it will either erase your memory or kill you, depending on the severity of what you're trying to access. Well, I don't think this is worth it, guys. <sighs> well, well, hold on, hold on. You, there's something technologically interesting about you. Um. You have a better chance than most at accessing this. I'll, I'll see what I can do. Hold on. I'll, I'll, I'll search through uh, the, the, the login screen here. I'll, I'll just be one second. 
can I like put my hands on the like on the sides of the computer to like fucking transfer energy or something transfer my magic uh, roll <laughs> i just like to imagine uh benji like pokes pinky into the like ethernet port <laughs> <laughs> eyes glaze over so, with green code flashing across them <laughs> <laughs> he's in uh sam briefly disappears uh and you hear like little searching for the solution oh okay um I might be able to help, but uh, just sort of looking at your abilities, it will be tough, uh, but I will help out as best as I can. And go ahead and roll help out for yourself. Okay. Um, making me roll twice, I see. Um, Wildin. Plus cool. Yeah. Ooh, fuck yeah, that's a fucking 12. Perfect. Okay, you pushed yourself up to a 10. Um, so, uh, similar to what you were saying before, you place your hands uh, on the sides of the screen. Uh, you see into the matrix. Uh, it's super 16-bitty <laughs> and uh, wonderful. And uh, you see uh, a password being typed in. You don't know what the keys are, but it, it's it's going in. It, it's typing and enter. You have access to the computer. Welcome to the SCP Foundation. Real Skylar, what? Um, what site did you come from? Do you know? You weren't at ninety one, were you? I really don't know where I came from. To be honest, I just woke up around all of you. Hmm. Okay, so you can't get us an end with any of them. Nah. Quick question, Kenneth. Did we see like the uh? The little little eight bit snake head pop up above Ben's head, and yeah, everyone yes. can see yeah, it. Yeah, everyone can yeah. see it. Everyone sees that. Similar to how like visually you can see when Ben is casting magic. Yeah, uh, it like appears sixteen bitty. Same thing. Gotcha. So what were we what were we looking for? Site ninety one. Uh yeah, I guess I mean there's got to be some kind of directory, or maybe just go to his email and shoot him a message and say we um we we think they might have a breach. So um you pull up the email, which is already sort of open in a separate window, and you see a very long email chain that uh, has been going back and forth between Doctor Christopher Erwick, the site director of Site ninety one, and Mr. Clark, it has been going all night long. This was actually, uh, from the timestamps of what you can see, um, the first thing that Mr. Clark suspected as well. But um, Dr. Erwick is very adamant that the skull is in containment. And it says it's uh, supposed to be surveyed remotely at all times. Did they... Did they have any video of it uh, moving? Did, was that mentioned in there? There is uh, a note in there of when Mr. Clark convinced uh, Dr. Erwick of the severity of the situation and a D-class personnel was sent into the cell and he can personally confirm that the skull is there as they had to deal with a Wendigo after this. Okay, but was it there the whole time? 
What time? What was the timestamp on that email? Um, like three in the morning. As far as you can tell from this, um, Doctor Erwick is extremely confident in it, and from how dejected Mister Clark was this morning, he also is very confident that it is still in its containment. Well, okay. It seems like it wasn't that, but, um, I mean, is there, okay, now that we're into this computer, uh, is there anything that we could maybe sneak a look at, um, that might give us some more info to work off of? Specifically, I'm thinking of that, uh, those couple pages that were just, like, fully redacted. We do. Hey, I forgot to mention, there is like a timer on, on this thing. It like rechecks every now and then to make sure that there's no unauthorized uses. You may want to lock it soon. Ah, okay. Wait, oh, do you guys hear that outside? Also, please pull me out. Please, you guys... I, I don't want to be in here whenever it goes off, please. I pull yes. him out. Wait, wait, you guys oh, hear God. a train outside? I think there's a train outside. Is there a railroad near here? Uh, yeah, there's a bunch of railroad that goes through Piedmont. How'd, how'd you know? I'm sorry. Again, if I had to. <laughs> um, you have enough okay. time to look uh, up a bit more, like if you want to, but it's going to have to be quick. I, 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 let's look. Can we do a quick look at the one that just said antlers? This one is uh, titled Just a Teenage Gaia. You can see it summarizes a uh, young female individual who is currently in containment. She is in her late teens and uh, appears to be the daughter of some sort of eldritch being. Um, there's also a reference to some sort of uh, GOC being a Global Occult Coalition uh I don't know if you all have looked into this organization in the past or not, um, but they were the ones who were originally sent to uh, destroy this individual, and the operative had a change of heart. This SCP was then transferred to a convent where they were later recovered. They do not seem to be a hostile individual. Okay, um, maybe we should just get out get out of the computer. I don't want it to wipe Ben's memory or kill him or anything. Um, I think yeah, he might agreed. be useful in the next couple of days. Um, and I don't want Mr. Clark finding out, so exit out of that window. Yeah, I'm logging out. Friendly reminder to Ben. You would remember, Ben, mm-hmm. that part of the information in... The entry for the Navajo Skinwalkers, entry 2750, was locked behind level 3 clearance. And you see at the top of the screen that Mr. Clark is level 3 clearance. Okay, good ben, to know. I, I I think we need to log out of the computer. Uh, he said we had, the, the, Sam said we have limited time. I... Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm going to log out. Hmm. I don't want to do it in front of everybody else. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's fine. So uh, you remove Sam, uh, who gives a big exhale, uh, and the computer goes back to its lock state. You close it, set it back where it was, and Mr. Clark will hopefully be none the wiser. 
Okay, so, Ned, where does that leave us? Um, well, if if we uh don't have, if it's it's not the skull, but like you said, these uh these SCPs, they're uh, they're a bit widely, eh? If you are done meddling in things that you should not, I'm ready to hunt the beast. Abel is standing at the door with a bag of weapons slung over his shoulder, and he has not grabbed Mr. Clark. All right. Um, well, okay. Good work, team. Uh, we learned two things that it probably isn't, and um, a lot of things that it might be, and yeah, I don't know really what, how productive that was. Do we get anything out of that? I ate a lot of pancakes while you were doing that. Oh, yeah, I had some of those, too. I, um, they were delicious. Abel, did you get the the chocolate or the regular ones? Chocolate. Ah, good, yeah. See, <laughs> Skylar is trying to convince me that blueberry is better than chocolate, but that's just ridiculous. Yeah, I, I think we're uh, wasting daylight here. Oh, uh, yeah, right. Your mom. Uh, sorry. Um... Okay, yeah, let's get over there, see if we can find anything new, I guess. Okay. Lucas swipes the keys off of the table, and you all file out the door into the large van that you shipped all of your items to uh, the new home in the day prior, and head off to Ned's old home to continue your search for the truth. All content relating to the SCP Foundation, including the SCP Foundation logo, is licensed under the Creative Commons Sharealike 3.0, and all concepts originate from the SCP Wiki and its authors. Please see scp-wiki.net for all the original content. For all SCPs used and referenced within our episodes, please see our page on the SCP Foundation Wiki. You can find us at scp-wiki.net slash scp-play-podcast-hub, which is also linked on our anchor page. Thank you to Michael Winton for all the music that we use in our show, and thank you for listening.